Hot summer days remind me of my childhood in a little village. There was a large banyan tree right in the middle of the village, and I would spend many hours playing under it during my holidays. The tree was like a massive umbrella with its branches providing much needed shade and sukbur. Travelers spent some time sitting under it and catching their breath before going on their way. To make them comfortable, there was a horigalu under the tree. Horigalu literally means a stone that can bear weight. It was a large flat stone placed horizontally over two vertical ones, thus making a stone bench on which anyone could sit and rest a while, chat with a fellow traveler and exchange news of the road. Cool water could be kept in earthen pots near the bench and people could quench their thirsts before starting their journeys again. I am sure similar people, similar simple arrangements can be found in villages all over the country. The Horigoru in our village holds special memories for me as it is inextricably linked with my grandfather. He was a retired school teacher and would spend hours every day sitting under the banyan tree and talking to those resting there. When I would get tired of playing, I would sit next to him and observe the people he was speaking to and listen to their and listen to their conversations. Most of them were villagers taking a break from their work in the fields nearby. They had to walk long distances each day carrying heavy burdens on their heads. Tired out by the heat, they would drink the cool water, wash their faces with it, and chat with grandfather. Their conversations would be about their daily lives and worries. Master G, this summer has been so hot I have never seen such dry weather or Master G, it is getting difficult for me to carry these large loads on my head. Thank God for this Horigolu. I wish my son would help, but he only wants to go to the city. They spoke about the difficulties they lived with. My grandfather could only listen to them, but just talking to him seemed to refresh them for the journey. After some time, they would pick up their burdens with some ease and go on their way. The Horigalu was an important feature in their lives, and as a child, I would often not understand why they blessed it so often for being there. After all, it was only a stone bench. It was my grandfather who told me, Child, a Horigalu is essential in any journey. We all carry our burdens according to our situations and capacities. But every once in a while, we need to stop, put down that burden and rest. Only then can we be refreshed enough to pick up the load once more. The Horigalu serves, the Horigalu gives everyone that opportunity to do so. It helps people regain their strength. Later on in life, I got to see something that reminded me of that stone bench once again. I was working in Bombay, now Mumbai. One of my colleagues, Ratna, 
was a senior clerk, middle-aged and always smiling. She had done her graduation and been working in the company for nearly 25 years. She went about her repetitive, mundane work with an infectious cheerfulness. Every day during the lunch hour, she would sit with some person in one of the rooms and they would have long chats. I would often wonder what they talked about. One day I finally asked her, Ratna, what do you talk with each person for the whole lunch hour? What do you talk with each person for the whole lunch hour? Ratna smiled and said simply, they share their troubles with me. But how can you solve the troubles of so many people? Do you always have the answer for them? No, I only listen. And that is enough? That solves the problem? I was young and incredulous at such a simplistic outlook, but Ratna answered with the same patience and affection that she must have used with all my colleagues. I am not a trained counselor or an intellectual. No one can solve your problem. You have to do it yourself. Then how do you help them by listening to them? God has given me two ears to listen to others. I hear them out with sympathy and without any judgment. When a person in trouble or under a lot of strain finds an outlet for his worries, it relieves half his burden. I thought for some time and said, but don't you ever break the confidence and tell others the secrets you hear even by mistake? Not even in my dreams. I consider that to be the worst kind of betrayal. I don't think there is a greater sin than betraying someone's confidence. They tell me their worries because they know I will never talk about it or gossip about it to another person. Only when they know their words are secure with me can they talk to me freely. This way I relieve their burden for a short while till they are ready to pick themselves up and carry on with their journey. Her words uncannily echoed in my grandfather. Her words uncannily echoed my grandfather's, sitting on the stone bench under the banyan tree. Perhaps in their own small ways, without access to great wealth, both these people were doing tremendous social service. No one thought of acknowledging their work or rewarding them for it, but they continued to do so as these acts of kindness gave them joy. If ever now I happen to pass a Horigalu in a village, I remember them and wish there were many more of them in this world.